you know, you love horror games. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> so we just get rid of the intro and play spooky, scary skeletons, right? Yes. <laughs> no. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. I almost forgot. (laughs) And in our extra special spoopy October episode, this time it's Evil Inside. Yeah, we uh, decided we've got all of October and like we actually planned this time. So horror games. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Evil Inside, not to be confused with any of the other games that sound just like this. Oh, yeah, the name's generic as hell. Yeah, like, and was it like the evil inside and evil inside? Evil around? Inside evil? Evil throughout. Evil 2 Electric Boogaloo? Evil 2 The Streets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not topping that one. Evil Inside, released March 2021, developed and published by Jandusoft. Uh... Well, considering they're a Spanish developer, would it be uh, Hondusoft? Probably. Released on mm, everything? Everything. 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 Do they have other games? Yes. Uh, Oh, no. They published a few, and they've developed a few. Don't go to their website. They've got like six games, I think. Three or four they've published, and then including this, two other ones that they developed. I never heard of any of them. Not that that's saying much. I mean, you know, we're uh, right on the pulse of fucking games that come out because only one game ever comes out a year yeah games pulsate through me what did you say (laughs) no that's right yeah anyway what the fuck is this jason (laughs) uh so this is a spooky spooky horror game uh that has a plot damn it rattle chains rattle chains spooky spooky you play as unnamed character i think you actually have a name do you maybe mark mark your name is mark your mom was killed. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Yeah. Three, six months ago? Yep. So the game, uh, interest cinematic. Reporter on the uh, scene. The death of woman. It's so funny. And I don't know if this is a translation issue, but literally, we're on the scene, the lifeless body of such and such. Her presumed killer, her husband, is in custody and about to be found guilty. So, like, from the on... Set, I was like, all right, well, he didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, what the fuck is that? Like, that's some hard editorializing. Yep. <laughs> this guy, probably definitely the murderer, <laughs> about to be found guilty. Trial still ongoing. I mean, in all fairness, like, it's usually the spouse, right? Often, yes. Uh, so then you play as Mark. And Mark is now several months removed, taking care of his 20-year younger brother. Yeah. Serious gap. So, I don't know, second wife? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a fair read, though. (laughs) And uh, he's, uh, he contacts some dude. I think it's supposed to be a medium, right? Yeah, but I don't, like, he just... No, like, he got his number, like, from a bathroom stall, and he's like, oh, are you whoever? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I talk to dead people. And he's like, can you talk to my mom? And then you pick up a Ouija board and it explodes. <laughs> and then the game begins. Uh, and then the game's over. Uh, 
you walk around. Um, so I should say right now, if you've seen or heard of PT, which was a demo made by Kojima to try to make a pitch for a game to make Silent Hills, he wanted to make a horror game in the Silent Hill universe. This was a demo that he had developed to be his pitch, and it went not well enough because the game never got made. Which, no, that wasn't it because the demo huge hype yeah no people were into it yeah so i don't like i don't know what exactly happened behind the scenes i think it was just um konami not wanting to work with kojima which could be like like, but i I don't know right that's we we don't and we probably will never know the exact reason why it never got made but it did like it made waves when it first came out yeah uh and then again when konami pulled the demo off the playstation store yeah because people were like, ooh, it's this thing for the new Silent Hill game. And then Konami was like, uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, fuck that. So, this is that game. Except not. Hey, did you know that PT was made using the Fox engine? Hmm. Which, I did not know that. Neither did I. Um, you, the idea behind it, and the way PT works, and the way this game works, is that you're in a house, and you go through it, and every time you go through... Like the house, you open a door, you end up back in the same hallway. Yeah, you're stuck in a loop. Yep. So you can't escape, right? You you just keep looping forever. Uh, in this one, as you loop, you um, jump scare. Uh, your 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 dead mom goes guilty, and then um, you jump scare, <laughs> and then you get to the end, and they're like. You actually killed me, not your dad. And she throws you down a well and you die. No. Um, that's it. That isn't. It, the plot is um, not even close to threadbare. Uh, this was an interesting... We talked outside of the... Um, before this. <laughs> As we're wont to do. Yeah. About what we would talk about here. Because it's funny. Someone was saying, oh, this was, you know, they looked at PT and PT is just a demo and they made it into a whole game. They didn't. No. PT, from my understanding, is like 20 to maybe 30 minutes of game. Yeah. I beat this in like 46 minutes. Yeah. This is not appreciably more game. Uh, no, no. Um, in fact, you don't, you don't do anything different uh, because PT was a demo and uh, you saw everything there was to see by the end of it. And so it ended. Whereas this just keeps going. Yeah. And like, I don't play horror games. And I don't don't think this is that uncommon for horror games. But I think it's really stupid that the whole point is just to trigger the next thing. At any point, the only thing you can do is the next thing the game wants you to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we talked about outside of this was what to talk about. (laughs) Because it's a 45-minute game where you just, your next goal is to interact with this TV. And until you do that, nothing happens. Yep. Then you interact with the TV, it does whatever it's supposed to, and then you go on. Or your next quote-unquote objective is to uh, hit the thing that causes the next jump scare. Yep. And then you can move on. Pass the next checkpoint to get the jump scare. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the whole game. There's... No choice that can be made. There's no fail state. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. No, and that it throws you right back to the beginning of that loop, but you can die. Kinda. 
I mean, like, you die, but then you start back at the beginning of that loop, and then it doesn't even make you replay the loop. Oh, God, you're right. Like, that's it's scripted. It's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, because you get an achievement uh, for it. Yeah, no, no, no. Here I am giving the game extra credit it doesn't deserve. No, it... So, what... What I said and like what there will be is there's an amount uh, that I want to talk about of how much of this is an actual game. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> this is a jump scare filled walking simulator. Do you consider walking simulators games? By the very barest definition, it is uh, so like a game is for video game parlance and i mean i guess even regular games but it is interactive media yeah it requires your input Mm -hmm. you have to hold forward it's not a lot but it is technically there that's interaction and that's the thing it literally hits that bar and stops (laughs) (laughs) and that's amazing i'm not sure you could make less of a game and have it still be a game (laughs) yeah you could put it on rails and then you don't even have to walk. You just look around. Mm, if you just looked around, I don't think I would consider it a game anymore. Okay. Because while more you, of an interactive movie at that point. Yeah, because while you can look around, if you're not controlling the pace at which you move, then you're not actively doing anything. Hmm. Okay. I think that falls just short of the line. Now, if you could walk, if it was still on rails, like you hold forward and your character can't like go side to side and it's just linear, I guess that would be it. <laughs> I don't know, that doesn't feel different to me. <laughs> Not really, but you could, like, stop and look around and then, oh, man, that's so bad. <laughs> that That's where we're at. Like, this game is functionally what I would call a non-game. For most people, this isn't a thing. You can't hear me nodding vigorously into a microphone while I yawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, and, like... <laughs> Not to uh, harp on uh, what is a small development team. Assumedly, yeah. Not assumedly. I did watch the credits. I think I saw six different names. I don't know. I refuse to give the credit screen time after I experienced this game. (laughs) It's true. You were streaming. I wasn't. And I get that. (laughs) But there was probably between six, maybe up to like 10 different names. Okay. Okay. Small development team. But like we talked about this in a previous episode. Uh, the uh, Pray for the Gods episode. Yeah. You don't really get points for literally copying the idea. No. And they just copied PT even more than Pray for the Gods copied Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. This is almost like, uh, to uh, crib a movie phrase, uh, shot for shot. Like, the layout <laughs> of the house is very slightly different in that uh, the bathroom moved. Yeah. But, like, the entrance area still has like the gramophone and the clock and like it look oh man yeah. it is <laughs> i i told you that as like we were playing it i was like this is just pt it because you didn't play pt correct and I'm, and I'm like this this is just pt and you would ask like well how close is it and i'm like watch a walkthrough which i did i watched a walkthrough uh like yesterday as of recording and like my god yeah And it's interesting to me. So, obviously, they built it in their own engine. So, like, it is so exactly, like, this is what they were trying to make. But then, then, the things start to seep in. (laughs) And this is such a thing that, like, the game is so bad, I can't give them credit for. 
all of the perspective and all of the sizing is off. Yes, it is. Like, if this were a house, I'm fairly confident Mark is like seven foot three. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, your nearly camera is up near the top of door frames. Yeah. You know, like how doors are in your house right now. Yeah. Look around. <laughs> like, standing, you are weirdly tall. Or your uh, infant sibling, which is <laughs> huge. It, probably your infant sibling that, by the way, has like very low texture resolution yeah. and looks like a log in a crib, which is what I referred to it as the whole time. Yeah. it It's bad. It's like, if that was supposed to be a baby, <laughs> it's the size of a five-year-old. It's a huge fucking baby. <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah, like the fact that it's a normal baby that that's big is super weird on its own. And that is not what they were going for. Right, and that's like, if I thought this game was better, I might give them more credit for doing a thing to try to make the house seem alien. But I don't think that's what they were doing. Yeah, if they did it intentionally, maybe, but I don't think they did. Right, it's like, it just... It doesn't feel like it was done intentionally because I think it would be much more interesting, um, which like the idea behind PT and the idea behind this isn't a super novel concept. No, it, it's a haunted house. It's all, all you're doing. Yeah, it's a haunted house, but not just that. It's a repetition. Yeah. Right. You are trapped. You can never escape. I like that. And I think there's so many more interesting things you could do with it that this game doesn't bother with. <laughs> For starters, uh, they... To make it more spooky, they fill it with jump scares. And uh, I there's plenty of phrases about it. Search the Google for catchphrase about jump scares and how they're bad. Uh, the fart joke of horror. Yeah. They're uh, occasionally effective, but oftentimes annoying. Yeah. They're blunt and they work a little bit. And they're used best sparingly. Yes. And that's what I really came to with this, and uh, for me, in a lot of horror games. First jump scare almost always gets me. And then the second one, maybe a little. And by that time, it's usually, especially in a game this short and dense with them, after that, nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's like, next jump scare, and I'm like, cool, dude. Yeah, when they're coming almost back to back, Mm -hmm. like, okay. And you just know they're coming. Yep. It's like, great, I've gotten used to how you do jump scares. Now I'm just settled into this. That was a... Because, like, there was two jump scares that got me because the, like, the rhythm was off for them. So, like, they caught me in that brief second I wasn't expecting a jump scare there. (laughs) I think my favorite one was, like, I expected there to be a jump scare, but I was looking in the wrong direction. And I heard the jump scare go off. I turned around and there was just, like, a painting on the ground. And I was like, oh, sorry, I missed it. (laughs) Uh, I had that more than a few times where there was a jump scare that I was just... Facing the wrong direction. Like, uh, yeah, okay, y- y'all have fun over there or whatever. Yeah. Which is not great. No. And it just, like, triggers on where your character is, not where they're looking. Yep. Which, again, is a thing that's, like, uh, more complex to not track the character's location, but track the character's camera. Yes. and But that's how you should be doing it. Uh, I can't think of the game. Uh, we played a horror game. Uh it was like uh, you're in a, some like Nordic island. Everything was too shiny. Oh yeah, what was that called? Um, because like they were both made in Unity, is why I say that. Where like you can tell they just were using Unity assets, and like they got the scaling wrong for the house. So like it's it's weird, and it looks fine if you're not paying attention to it. But as soon as you notice it, you can't unsee it. Yep. 
and like I don't know what uh, what did I want to say about this? Uh, I don't want to compare it to PT. I'm going to, so that doesn't matter. Uh, horror games, most games, right? Uh, the the thing that you need to capture is the atmosphere of the emotion you are trying to set as the player is moving through. In this case, you're going for horror only. You don't get like you don't get the atmosphere that PT has, and it has because PT's a 20 minute demo. There is way less buildup, and it builds up so much more atmosphere with what it has. And like that first loop, nothing happens. Well, that was what I was going to say. Is one of the things I think this game does poorly, and that what I would want is more loops that do nothing at the beginning, in the middle. Just like you, you go through and just nothing happens. Yes. Yeah. Right. It something to just like be different and feel off. Yeah. Because that's what you want. Yeah, because it, when it's arrhythmic, then like you don't have like the cadence that you have with the jump scares. You suddenly change that pacing up, and then it's off again. Yeah, that in itself is kind of unsettling as you're playing through it, and then you got used to the pattern. Suddenly, that's all out the window. Yeah, so what I was going to say uh, with the scaling and what I would do, and because it, it's dumb, is that every loop your camera would raise just a little bit <laughs> so you wouldn't like you'd start at regular height and you wouldn't notice each move mm -hmm. right like it would just be slightly but then by the time you got through like the eighth or ninth loop suddenly you'd be like i'm way taller <laughs> if you noticed and then you'd just be like what <laughs> just something like that something innocuous to change right you know, I should think that's an amazing idea, but you go the other way. So does it get shorter and then suddenly your player character is a little kid? <laughs> right. Something just like that, but just innocuous things to change that make you more on edge. Yeah. Right. And they try, I got air quotes, try because they try to do things, but then it just doesn't work. Well, yeah. Right. Uh, so. There's the point where you're walking through and you see like a little hole in the wall and there's an eye in it. And then you turn and it's supposed to be like everything. There's a bunch of eyes and they're all like fucking open up. Yeah. Which PT does the exact same thing. Hilarious. Um, only like it's much different because when you're like the hallway's dark. Yeah. I want to say. And this is all in memory and I haven't watched uh, the playthrough of it. It's it's just it's atmosphere that I'm yeah. really circling back around to where that does such a better job of setting that the house is wrong. And in that, you don't have the connective tissue of a murdered mom. And clearly, you're the one what did the murder. Yeah, because she says she screams guilty at you. Yeah. In like the third or fourth go. Yep. And so the entire rest of the time, I'm like, so when's it going to tell me that I killed my mom? Yeah. Also, the. It breaks the whole setup. Like, it, is it supposed to be a twist ending? Because you already know. As mm -hmm. soon as she's like, you're fucking guilty. Like, great. I yeah. I assume I killed her. But then, like, what's the point of the game? Does your character have amnesia? R right? Like, why is he trying to talk to his mom? Right? Because he sees the well and he's like, ah, why am I back? Why am I here? Yeah. He's like, so he doesn't remember killing her? I guess. But they never cover that. Mm-hmm. At all. It's just like, you killed your mom. You don't remember it, but she does. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that, which it plays into a horror trope I hate, where it's, oh, the ghost wants justice. No, no, no. the ghost wants revenge. Yeah. Call it what it is. Bloody murder? Yes. <laughs> murder most foul? Yeah, and like, it's a weird thing where uh, they never show the corpse of the mom. 
which I thought was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a horror game. You're just not going to, like... Woo! No, you see... Well, the ghost, you see. Yeah, you see the ghost. And, like, there's a couple instances where she's just hanging out mm-hmm. at a distance, because like, when you get a look at her, it does not look good. No. <laughs> but, like, I expected in the opening cutscene for there to be, like, a mangled body, and there just wasn't. Yeah. So it's all just like, okay. Well, you couldn't put that on the news in this day and age, but you can give them like the entirety of their personal history, and that's fine, which is weird. Well, you and I were talking uh, off mic uh, about this and the difference between this and PT, and one of the things that like it serves it so much better and it makes more sense because it's a demo that this game should have followed through with was um, not had the dead mom and just started you in it, and then... Not have any of that. Sure, she could still scream guilty because, like, nothing in the game itself would have to change. Just take out that beginning bit. Yeah. And then you're coming into this haunted house and you don't know what's happening. And that would have served it so much better. Yeah. It, like, again, because of the way they phrase the beginning, they're like, okay, your mom's dead. Your dad's in prison. He didn't do it. And then you try to contact your mom and she's like, haunting you and screams guilty at you and you're just like okay so i murdered her yeah but then i have to spend the entire rest of the game lugging this murderer through a haunted house that is full of jump scares that i now can predict and i just do not care about yeah or uh well then you get to the basement and then you have to pick up ouija board pieces for no goddamn payoff i don't like right this ouija board exploded and that's i guess what sent you to the shadow realm okay Right? Okay. I'll buy that. You're bu- you're picking up Ouija board pieces to reassemble it, I guess. Yeah. And the game just ends. With yeah. a camera. Not the Ouija board, a camera. Uh-huh. Like, did did they run out of development? Yeah, right? Like, were they going to do something with the Ouija board and then just didn't? Ah, it's done. Put a bow on this bitch. Yeah, it's Chekhov's Ouija board. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that mean you use the Ouija board? <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nope. All right. Fair play. <laughs> And, like, they do a thing where the one of the levels, the house is reversed. Yeah. The problem is you walk through a mirror to do that. Uh-huh. So they explain the level before you get into the level. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then, so... Well, look, the hallway is an L, and if you didn't walk through a mirror, you might not have got that it was backward. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it goes the wrong direction. Uh-huh, yeah. Definitely would have noticed. <laughs> Uh, so, like, things like that where it's just, like, okay, you have to trust your audience a little. Because if you don't, then it comes out like this. Where it's just, like, okay, anything's a hammer, I guess. If you, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I enjoyed my favorite level, the clown level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how in PT there was the, like, the weird baby thing in the sink screaming and it was fucking creepy and you had no idea what the shit that was what if you took that out and then replaced it with a clown and you didn't have it in the bathroom you just had him out and about yeah and like the you like you go through the door and it just starts playing circus music at you yeah and you're like only my mom knew that i feared the circus actual line from the game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like 
No, no. Uh, calorophobia is a natural reaction to seeing a clown. <laughs> what is happening? I thought it was hilarious. And then, like, you go through, and again, things only trigger at certain points. So, uh, clown like runs at you, uh, and you like you know it's gonna happen because you to trigger it, you have to walk up to the clown. And so you see the clown there the whole time, and you're like, okay, he's gonna turn and run towards me. Gets up to him. Surprise! He turns and runs towards you, and I'm like, wow, that was bad. Did you do what I do and you just kept moving towards him? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I tried okay. to catch him. <laughs> but then the clown reappears when you're in the main, uh, like, entrance. The, the foyer. foyer, yeah. And uh, and then the lights flicker and then the clown is hanging from the chandelier. Mm-hmm. And I just hung out with my dead clown friend. Same. Because like, I was trying to get a look at his face, only <laughs> the model wasn't done well. So his uh, head is bent so far forward his face is buried in his chest. <laughs> yeah, he's folded over like an envelope. <laughs> like, wait, what? Just hanging from the chandelier. Fucking saying something. Like, what the fuck is any of this? I was like, this? yo, what up, clown man? <laughs> like, this character might have a fear of clowns, but I don't. So, like, what you up to? If what? One? <laughs> I've got some orange fago. What uh, What we doing? <laughs> uh, we're going to do meth and fucking jam. What else are you doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, God. There's like, so I don't think I mentioned this to you and I don't think you got it because you don't notice there's a motion sway when you move. There's one level where the motion sway is just on. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I fucking noticed that because I almost had to stop playing on that one. (laughs) I I told you because you were like, I hope it doesn't make me motion sick. And I was like, one level will. Yeah. Because you walk up, and as soon as you stop moving, the camera just goes swinging side to side, and it's like, oh, this is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, no, it was, uh, because you can see my reaction on stream when I take a step forward, and then I stop, and I go, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by far the most horror thing in the game, the thing that made me go, oh, no, the most, was when the camera just started moving on its own, and I was like, this hurts my eyes. (laughs) Yeah, when it sickly sways side to side, ugh. <laughs> oh no! There's like I like so many levels and so many of them just aren't worth mentioning because oh I I did want to mention this so there's an achievement for every loop yes and that's awful mm-hmm. because it really like gamifies the game and like you're going for horror and I think I don't play a lot of horror but to get horror well it needs to be an amount of immersive yeah and so every time you do a loop it pops up loop one loop two loop three achieved i don't feel like i'm in like there's no horror there i feel like i'm playing a game yeah or uh every time you interact with something and then you get an achievement achievement you touch the tv you touch the radio you looked at a window what the fuck is that right so it just feels like a game not a horror thing that's like you're supposed to experience it feels very like codified and here's your achievements and uh yeah because the only things you can interact with are contextual you you can't just touch stuff all you can do is move and my complaint with any horror game is that if you take away my ability to fight back you remove my agency then there is no uh no threat no um what's the word i'm looking for here I'm not sure. There's nothing for me to be worried about because worst case scenario is it takes me to a reset point. Yeah, it's like, like a... If you have no ability to fight back, 
like then uh big spooky things coming towards you and you're just like okay yeah i'm dead I, I stand no chance, so what's the point? Yeah, it, exactly. You've removed my agency, so now I have no fear because if I get caught, I just have to do the section over again. Super. Whereas, like, if you can fight back, even if it's a long shot, it's worth fighting because you might escape. Uh, and I haven't played this game, but I know this what does it. This is people's uh, the game that they point to. Alien Isolation. You're on whatever spaceship. There is yeah. a xenomorph. You can't kill it. You can fight it fight it off yeah it will come back later but yeah. like that i don't need to be able to kill the monster i need to be able to do something and then i'm more invested in it whereas there's nothing to be scared of here yeah because the one time it quote unquote kills you and i didn't ever feel like playing through this game again to see if i could pull off so you go up to the door and your dead mom says don't look back otherwise you know Orpheus will never get Eurydice. And Aww. <laughs> I immediately looked back. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then she kills you, but doesn't kill you again. You respawn. It gives you an achievement. So I'm pretty sure that you can't escape this. Probably not. And then you proceed to the next level. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, I, I am mildly curious if you can pull it off. But I also do not even come close to caring enough to try. Well, looking at the achievements, no. Right? Because by the end, I'm pretty sure I had 100% achievements. Yeah. You get all of them for playing the thing. Yep. Uh, I missed one, which was watch the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I have 100% achievement. And that's one of those things where it's like, okay, so is this like you stuffed it full of those for people who achievement hunt? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> but like. Okay, that makes sense on console. Um, I'm I'm sure people uh, Steam achievement hunt. But this game's on the Switch too, and while the Switch technically has achievements, who fucking cares? No one. I mean, probably someone, but like yeah, probably. Although, like, it is weird in this day and age when you have a game like on Steam and there's no achievements. Yeah, and like, I'm not against achievements. I don't really care one way or the other. Neither do I, particularly. Yeah. Right, like. Achievements do not, like, I don't ever set out trying to 100% a game. I almost never do. I don't care. I play the game to usually beat the game or get to a point where I'm done uh, in the case of some games yeah, that yeah. repeat and then, like, whatever. So I don't care about the achievements. They're neat. Sometimes it's neat to look at. Uh, I can tell you for <laughs> a lot of the game, like, because Steam has global stats, mm -hmm. and it's funny to me because a lot of, you can compare yourself to other people. Yeah. And a lot of the games where I'm in the top, like, 10% of players are games for the podcast. Yes. Because we beat these games, and most people don't. Most people uh, play for 10 minutes and then just stop, which is the right call. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pulling up my achievement page. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's like I don't particularly care for achievements, but seeing it pop up every time I went through, every time I did anything, again, it didn't feel organic or interesting at all no and it takes you right out of it yeah, yeah. so that's bad <laughs> uh, i mean you mentioned uh, the duplicated assets because they do mm -hmm. there are not just like i mean i don't think i explicitly mentioned uh, duplicate assets but yes yeah that they pulled all these assets assumedly from like a store or you know something or maybe they built the asset, but then just simply copied and pasted it. I mean, you're giving them too much credit, I think. Hey, you know what, though? You're right. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. 
But either way, they still just copied and pasted it. And it's so funny to me. Because it is. It's like, make one chair, every chair in the house is that. Make one magazine, everyone needs to know about yeah, the... the- the furniture I didn't mind. The magazines. <laughs> you could you could even pull another magazine, right? Like, it's like just texture. a cover. God, because you can keep the bottom part the same. Yeah, but no, every single magazine's the same. Yeah, just slap another JPEG on that bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> or my personal favorite was the TV. So like, <laughs> right. The one time the TV does a thing and it's like spooky. Well, and I was really hoping that she would pop out of the well on the TV. Just go we, full Ringu. Right. That's yeah. what I thought what we were doing. And then we didn't. And I was like, that's bullshit. You're stealing every other idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, cowards. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but, I was expecting a well to be in the basement, like one of the lubes. Oh, yeah. Nope. But when that's not happening, the TV is like on like a menu. Yeah. But they didn't actually put words there. I uh, couldn't read any of the... None of the stuff was a high enough resolution I could actually read it anyway. No, that's the thing. Like, the uh, magazines and stuff, Mm -hmm. they're all fine. You can read all those. The TV screen, it's not words because it's just blur. Oh, okay. They intentionally blurred it out so they didn't actually have to make a screen that was an actual, like, options screen. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Right? I I saw that and I was like, oh my god. They just, like, didn't care. <laughs> and we need an option menu for this TV. Uh, just make it really blurry and then no one has to read it. Yeah, just make it blurry. It'll be fun. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It looks so bad. Do the color bars. Do static. Right? <laughs> Do anything else. Nope. Let me eat the lasagna. <laughs> Let me eat the fucking lasagna. Oh, my God. And so, as Jake mentioned, you can only interact with things when the game lets you. And the first room you go into is the kitchen. And there's a lasagna out. <laughs> and that's when Mark goes, Mom? Because, I don't know, her lasagna was her famous dish or something. Who the fuck cares? She's the only person in the world that knows how to make lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> now it's lost to time. And so, like... Every time the kitchen is open, that lasagna is sitting there. Taunting you. (laughs) Right. Every time I would go up and press uh, F to interact. I just wanted to eat the lasagna, man. (laughs) I just wanted something. Fucking poke it. Come on. Right? Like, and that's one of the things is for a game like this, I feel like you need minor interactions that don't matter to make you feel like you're doing something. To make your player character like to make it feel like you're in control of the character yes like toggle light switches fuck rustle something or like the lasagna when he says mom that would have been the perfect time to do something with it like have it fucking bleed or whatever you know put some horror in your horror game yeah it's wild and like again as i said about the like minor things that you can change in between each loop like if each loop you came back and the lasagna there was less of it each time yeah like just things like that where it's like minor changes to make it feel weird or you know there's less of it and then the next loop there's more yeah sure and so you're just like wait what yeah the fuck is that or like this lasagna regrowing That'd be pretty good. The baby, right? They don't do anything with the baby. At all. And what's weird is, uh, why? Why not make the baby disappear? Because then suddenly, as you know, Mark is like, uh, where'd the baby go? You know, like something, anything. Instead, it makes 
soft cooing noises in its crib. It sounds kind of unhappy, and there's nothing you can do with it, and then you fuck off. Yeah. It, there's this baby here that Mark says he's been taking care of for the last three or six months. I genuinely don't remember. Yeah. So, like, he's taking care of this child, mm-hmm. and they don't really do anything with that? No. At all? Okay. Does, does he feel kinship for this baby? Like... Does he give a shit about it at all? <laughs> kind of doesn't seem like it. I mean, mom doesn't, because, like, dad's in prison, and then she threw Mark down a well. That baby's dead. That's what I said on the <laughs> fucking stream. I was like, oh, wait, so this ghost got revenge. The only person that was taken care of, uh, maybe her other child, which is in a crib by itself. Yeah, that baby's fucked. It's, it's going to die there. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're after? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a mama? Do we have to? Because the movie sucks. <laughs> Little girl turns into a moth at the end. It's fucking dumb. Sounds dumb. You know, they do blood floors once. I forget which loop. It's like the... Uh, like blood fills up on the floor. And were there like 10 loops? Uh, There's not a lot. Something like that. Which, again, surprised me at how few there were. Which is why I wanted loops that were like nothing loops. Yeah. Or just different things where it's like something to break up or elongate and change what you're doing. But no. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't have too much more I can say about this. Not really. I mean, like, I could try to really fine-tooth break down things, but that's basically what this whole episode has been. Yeah. Uh, a very uh, fine uh, dissection of this game, because it's not a game. And uh, that's, that's I guess, my recommendation. It's, uh, I, can't, I can't say play this, because there's nothing to play. Don't buy this oh sorry that's the last thing i have to cover mm. how much does this game cost i have no idea oh come on take a guess uh what do i think it's worth or what does it cost uh Both. cost cost worth it should be free like the game they took the game from uh i'm gonna say what is it five ten bucks 13 american dollars for what actually fuck off <laughs> obviously we bought it on sale yeah i'm pretty sure it was like a dollar for us i think which so yeah. i'm very confident i paid too much for yes because i'm pretty sure i can still find the pt demo i don't know that you can yar maybe <laughs> but either way like you could watch the pt demo on youtube and sure you don't get to play it but like you get to experience it yeah and that's the I mean, that's all you can do with this game as well. Yeah. It's an experience, not really a game. And are you kidding me with that price point? That's a joke. This game is worth the zero to maybe one dollar, but really zero. Because again, they copied a demo. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> the most insulting thing is that price point. My God. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't realize that's how much they were charging for it. Where do you get the fucking balls for that, right? Holy shit. I'm glad you didn't come up with this concept or anything original. Money, please. Yeah, I'm glad not only did you not come up with the idea, you didn't bother in the execution either. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, I do not recommend this. I don't... Why bother? Yeah. So, you know, spooked over, off to a uh, roaring start. Spooky, spooky. We've got more spooky, spooky skeletons. Wow!
I actually don't know if there's any Skellingtons in the next two games. Hang on. No idea. Well, anyway, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Hello, my good fellows. Howdy. It is I again, coming to you with these questions three. (laughs) Wait, do we got to answer the riddle before we can cross the bridge? Uh, Yes. Fuck. What is the game, in your opinion, that purely screams just mediocre? Not terrible, but not good. Just there. What has whelmed you? Rascal. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, man, what? Like, when I think of the uh, brown ale of games, I think Rascal. <laughs> I don't even know. There's so many games we've played that have just been, like, there. Well, like, I remember putting some time into Buck Bumble, because I like that game, but it's super meh. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think of, like, some of the shooters we've played, and they were, like, the shooting mechanics were all fine. The game kind of sucked. It happened. And we got, like, Twisted Metal, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, the original Twisted Metal, I really like the concept, but the game's okay at best. Yeah. It's uh, lots of the things we've played. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... Few and far between we get something truly, truly heinous. It's usually really just middling. Yeah, and like, I get why like, we play the worst of the worst, so it kind of skews for us. Yeah. I'm sure if, you yeah. know, people play a bunch of good games, and then they play one game that's like, this just doesn't land. They'd be like, man, that was terrible. Whereas, like, we play a game that just doesn't land after we play Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, pick a Sonic game. And so it's like, this game happened, and it's like, that's so much better than the other option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, something right now that, oh my god. <laughs> it, it is cracked probably my top five easy so far in worst games we played. I get that. <laughs> I keep a, not full list, but a pseudo list in my mind of worst things we've played. And yeah, we have something coming up that is awful. Yeah. Truly heinous. <laughs> truly, truly heinous. <laughs> so, you know, every game I've played since starting that game feels middling. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, this sucks, but it's not that one, so fucking whatever. Right? <laughs> Groovy. How many hours of your life do you want back after playing some of the games that you've played? Currently, I want my 40 minutes back, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, I... It's weird to me because because we're doing this for the podcast yes. and there is content coming out of it. I both try to never refund games because we are creating content mm-hmm. and up to a certain amount of hours, I just expect, right? We, you know, people do bad movie podcasts. And so for a movie, you're usually, you know, you got your two hours, right? Watch yeah. the movie. And I'm like, most games we're probably going to crunch through 6 to 12. And as long as it's in that range, it's probably fine. I can find those hours pretty easily because I don't have a great sleep schedule. I stay up later than I should. So, like... (laughs) Like you do. Right. It's the ones that suddenly start to be way too long. And we just talked about this. There's an absolutely heinous game coming up, (laughs) and it's long. It's so long. It's so long. (laughs) But it's the long ones that are the worst. Because, you know, Jake will tell you uh, all about his favorite Square Enix game. Yep. 
You mean the fucking uh, hours? No, 90. ninety. You mean the goddamn last remnant, the never-ending fucking goddamn. Uh, yeah, the never-ending story. Never-ending story, and all I can think of is you know the conqueror made some good points, and I had to fucking side with him by the goddamn end of it. Yeah, fuck all of this. Yeah, the real weapon was inside you all along. Yeah, that's not actually a joke. You were actually just a living weapon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's bad game, bad time. Or uh, another favorite, you know, not necessarily because of game played, although also because of game played, but because of game talked, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 happened. Game was not short, and then we talked about it for six hours. You know what? I, uh, I didn't enjoy it, but I enjoyed recording. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. Uh, because we do this to get content out of it, it isn't the same, like, kind of time sync as if you were doing it on your free time, because most of what we play... You wouldn't play all the way through. You just stop. Oh, yeah. So, like, I don't... It's not that I would want my time back because we got something out of it. That's the whole reason why we're doing this. You could talk me into however long I spent with Death Stranding, maybe, but... (laughs) Right. So, like, there's an occasion where a game gets overly long and it's like, all right, that was a bit too much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that I want the... Yeah. No. Sometimes it just goes on for too long. If you could only play one game... And you have to play 300 hours in it before you're freed. What game would that be? Does that already count the 300 hours I've put into it? Uh, no. We're gonna we're gonna assume for this question you have to start from fresh. Otherwise, like, well, I could just clear that by picking a game. Yeah. Right. So like, starting from the time you start playing, 300 hours. That's not Minecraft. Because, like, let's be honest here. I love how it's the answer for all this stuff. Whenever they're like, okay, you have to play this game. Oh, so you mean Minecraft. You mean Minecraft. <laughs> Look, I was going to put 300 hours in anyway. <laughs> I, I don't think you realize how much I've played Minecraft and how much I plan to continue playing <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, like, the current mod pack we're on, which God knows when this actually releases, we might be on another one already. And then I still have another one after that I want to do. Yeah. Like, there are several mod packs in a row that I have lined up that I would like to go through. I love Minecraft. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I love the modding community and everything that's come out of it to the point that, yeah, it's not really a challenge for me to clear 300 hours in Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, also, like, I, uh, I still enjoy vanilla. Yeah. Not like Daisy. Uh, modded Daisy ruined vanilla Daisy for me. Hmm. So many just quality of life shit. Oh mm. my god. There are a few in Minecraft that you get real used to. Yes. Oh, yes. Quick movement between chests. Um, being able to harvest plants without needing to reseed them. Yeah. Mm. Little things. Very nice. Yeah. Whereas Daisy, it's um, even more so. Yeah. Like it's fucking. Uh, what was the question? 300 hours. 300 hours, right, right. Not Minecraft, because Not it's too Minecraft. easy. Uh, okay. 300 hours is a long time. Single player. Fallout 3? Sure. Because there's so many Fallout 3 mods, plus I've never done the DLC, which, like, my personal time, I've been doing a playthrough of that. But, like, I would like to fuck around with that. And it's but long enough, and there's enough to do that I can at least get some variety out of it. Um, Multiplayer, though? Like, holy shit. I will sit and jam some Battlefield, and like uh, neither here nor there. They've since kept patching 2042. Yeah. So like they, it feels like it's in a playable state now. Oh. It's not great. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it still has issues, but it does feel playable now. So like I've actually been having a really good time with that. Yeah. But I also like like that kind of game. And I said when we were recording for 2042, I really wanted to like this one, but it just wasn't there. I don't know. Lots of games. It's weird for me because, like, 
there's a good chance it would be easier for me to pick a game I haven't played. Yeah. Because it's way more interesting to get into that. Like, I could say, you know, The Witcher 3. I could do another full run through. Yeah. Maybe even try to, like, 100% it because I have 300 hours that I have to spend. But, like, we, we've talked about before. I don't really go back to games all that much. And I play a lot of single-player, more narrative games. Uh, so, like, that's not great. It's one of those things. I could almost say an MMO. Hmm. Uh, I played Guild Wars 2, as I said, for a long time. Put like a thousand hours into the game. So kind of crushed that 300. I don't play MMOs anymore because I just don't have the time and I don't feel like playing any game that feels like I have to do things. Yeah. Anything that comes with daily and weekly resets really just kind of uh, burns me off almost immediately because I'm just like, I don't care. I'm not logging into your game every day to do my daily and check stuff. No, that yeah. will so quickly make me just not interested. And then the uh, actual answer for me is just uh, Magic Arena. Oh, yeah, sure. In theory, if I'm allowed to play it in the background, not while I'm playing something else, but while I'm like surfing the internet or watching TV, it's a great background game because I don't have to think, which is funny because like magic is actually very complex but then that's what i was gonna say like uh i can see uh because uh, it's not something i could play in the background but like i've watched you play <laughs> and like you keep up with cards and stuff so you know what shit does and even like new crazy shit you you know what the interaction's gonna be so i i bet you don't need to like give it your full fucking attention you son of a bitch not even close i <laughs> i play and i'll be doing like three other things especially because on arena like it's a garbage client don't play arena uh unless you're playing gladiator what up there was a queue recently not recently i forgot when this episode was coming out yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh it was actually fun for a moment. Uh, but most of the time I play Historic Brawl, which is just like a fucking gong show. Uh, <laughs> you, usually the game's pretty much over by like turn three. You're either beating your opponent to death or losing horribly. Mm. Like, whatever, man. <laughs> it's turn three. I've got four five fives and they're like, I guess I'm dead. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you should have played green. And then they're like, I cast Wrath of God. And I'm like, scoop. <laughs> <laughs> no coming back from this. <laughs> We played, we tried, you win. Oh, and then I love this. Sorry, this last line, because you know how time works. Mm -hmm. I second the recommendation for Thief 2014. <laughs> no, Good news. Listen to the last episode. <laughs> As I've bought three copies of it throughout my life, only to finally play it and be immensely dissatisfied and disappointed. Jake, how does that go? Gosh, I wouldn't know. Anything you're looking forward to, then it comes out and it sucks? No, no, no. A game that you bought multiple times and then sucks. Oh, 90 God. hours of your life away. I bought... Uh, fucking <laughs> fuck! You know, I spent so much of my time not thinking about Last Remnant. I'm glad we can keep bringing it up this episode. It's been a long time since they had that good fucking Squeenix rage coming out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alex, son of a bitch. <laughs> fucking told me how good a game it was and i bought it and I was like, you fucking liar and then and then sitting here with you fucks and i'm like i don't want to play it so of course both of you are like let's play last remnant oh <laughs> you chuckle fucks 
So if you have any questions, comments, <laughs> concerns, uh, you want us to read out here on this, that, them, their podcast. It's not even like fake anger. Like I'm legitimately irritated. <laughs> Goddamn last remnant. <laughs> uh, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want to find us anywhere else, any of the social medias we're on. Uh, it's the Bad Gamecast. If you uh, want to interact with us live, we stream on Twitch Monday through Thursday. If you want to find our uh, most active community, probably the best way to actually get in touch with us other than the emails that we read out, uh, there's the Discord. Uh, mm-hmm, link mm-hmm. to that is always in the description. And uh, for anyone who wants to go the extra mile, support us monetarily, dollars-wise, uh, patreon.com forward slash the Bad Gamecast. Yes, to all of our Patreon supporters, you guys are the fucking bestest. And, hey, we know sometimes you can't swing the Patreon. That's fine. Just uh, tell a friend. Leave a good rating or something. I think that's supposed to help us. Oh, yeah. Like, we never ask people to rate and review. But Rate, comment, and subscribe. The thing that people vomit onto my YouTube channel. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> we should. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jake Bray. Occasionally I tweet things. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I fucking I guess that that does it for us. Uh, I've been uh, some woody outro liner that I would say. Spooky, scary skeleton. Good night, everybody. <laughs>